Welcome to the number one cookbook podcast, Cookery by the Book, with Susie Chase. She's just a home cook in New York City, sitting at her dining room table, talking to cookbook authors. I'm Talia Pollock, and my new book is Party in Your Plants. For more Cookery by the Book, you can follow me on Instagram. And if you enjoy this podcast, please be sure to share it with a friend. I'm always looking for new people to enjoy Cookery by the Book. Now for my quarantine question round. Where are you living? I'm living in Pound Ridge, New York. Oh, Pound Ridge is pretty. Uh, We got lots of trees. Oh my gosh, you said the woods, so I thought you were like way upstate. So what restaurant are you dreaming of going to after the quarantine? Okay, well, we just found out that the reason we moved to Pound Ridge, which was because of the Inn at Pound Ridge, which is a Jean George restaurant, which, if you don't know, is very similar to ABC Kitchen, which is in the city, which also we love ABC V. We just found out that the Inn at Pound Ridge is open for takeout starting tomorrow. So we're so excited. And then once we get our fix on there, we cannot wait to get back to ABC V, our favorite restaurant in the whole world. What dish is getting you through this? (laughs) I don't, nothing's getting me through this right now. I'll tell you, I have, um, funfetti cupcakes, less unhealthy funfetti cupcakes with crap free vanilla frosting in my fridge right now that I made to celebrate my book launch virtual party the other night. And those are getting me through on with the show. I think we all want to eat healthier without hating our life. You want to take the hell out of healthy eating. Talk about how the coconut creamy smoothie you ate in college gave you a plant-eating epiphany. Ah, yes. Well, for over eight years prior to that smoothie, I struggled so much with my health. I had really bad digestive issues, which, you know, our our digestive system is like the epicenter of our body. They call it our second brain, our our gut. So when your digestive system is is horrible um, and sick, you're feeling sick all the time, it really affects everything. So that digestive stuff led to immune issues and it led to lack of energy and then depression and lack of confidence. So I was just a mess walking around and nowhere even close to my best self, not even in the the ballpark. And I was struggling so much. I, I knew there must be a better way to feel in the world. Like this couldn't be it for me. So I was very relentless in finding solutions. And, and I tried multiple gastroenterologists and acupuncturists, naturopathics, um, hypnotherapists, everyone under the sun. And all they could say is I had IBS. So I was an aspiring comedian at the time. I did my internship, uh, my junior year of college in LA, where I was working for Adam Sandler's Happy Madison production company. And in my off time, I was exploring all that LA had to offer in terms of wellness. I discovered spinning for the first time, colonics, whoa, juices, (laughs) you know, all this stuff I'd never heard of before. I grew up on the East Coast and my mom always says trends start out West. So I guess that was going on and it was 2008. So it was really early for all this stuff. So one day I'm going, I'm at this like woo woo healer who's touching parts of my body and telling me all these supplements I need to buy for all this money to heal my parasites. I don't know. I was desperate. And I told that person as I was paying, um, I'm hungry. And she said, Oh, go across the street. That place has an amazing coconut smoothie. So I go across the street to this woo-woo place with incense wafting into the street. I asked for the coconut smoothie. They hand it to me. It's this white 
frothy, creamy thing. I say, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't do dairy. Cause at the time I knew at least that upset my stomach. They say, sweetie, this is vegan. I didn't know what vegan meant. I didn't want to cause a scene. So I took the smoothie, sat outside on a bench, drank the smoothie. And for the first time in over eight years, I consumed something that didn't make me feel sick. I felt strong. I felt vibrant. I felt healthy. I felt energized. And I was like, what is this vegan thing? And I proceeded to spend the rest of my time in LA, just like sitting in Barnes and Noble, because this was before blogs and Instagram and everything, just learning everything I could about eating plants. And it, it changed my whole life. And naturally, that place was called Planet Raw, aren't they? Yes, all? right. <laughs> yes, it was Planet Raw. It's no longer with us, but it was, oh, it was heaven. <laughs> so fast forward to the day when you realized you'd forgotten and ignored your own voice. Yeah. So what happened was that I fell in love with the plants. They changed my health. It was amazing. Really. Like I became a new, I, I couldn't believe how good I felt, but it was very hard to be a normal member of society, quote unquote normal. You know, I, I was in college, so I had my senior year to finish up um, after that internship in LA. I went back to school and now I was this person soaking almonds to turn into almond milk in my like on-campus apartment while my friends were off doing like keg stands. You know, like I was dehydrating kale because it was just, this was so long ago. You couldn't even buy almond milk in stores to get coconut water. I would crack open coconuts with like a machete and scrape out the meat and turn it into ice cream. Like this was my college activities. And it was very hard to be a, you know, contributing member of society when I was just this like health nut hermit. So I graduated college more unhappy than ever before because I felt like I had to choose between my happiness and my social life and my health. And I chose health, but then I was so sad and so alone and so depressed. And so I, I had to figure out how to combine the two worlds and that's what I've done. And that's what I do with party and my plants, but it really stemmed out of this, like, um, really sad place of being stuck, having to choose one or the other. I've been a follower of Rachel Hollis for a long, long time. And she says the quality of your habits is the quality of your life. What are a few pointers for folks who want to go full throttle like you did? One, I love Rachel Hollis. Yes. Awesome. Love her. Two, some habits. My, my overarching philosophy is I just want to help people eat more plants in a given day, meal, snack, week, month, year, than they eat crap. Crap being chemical, refined, artificial, and processed food. That's that's the principle. That's what I want to help people do. You know, if you adopt that, then you're taking the all or nothing mentality out of the picture, which is what causes so much stress for people. It takes perfectionism out of the picture. And and it it, it really as I say, takes the hell out of healthy eating. Do we really need a blender? <laughs> You're referring to the intro from my book, What You Need More Than a Fancy Blender. So i that's me saying what you need is this book. <laughs> That'll serve you more than a fancy blender. Because the truth is that, um, you know, there's not a shortage of recipes out there, right? I mean, you know, as well as anyone, better than anyone, that there is no shortage of recipes on the planet for people to um, learn and make. What What is missing for a lot of people struggling to eat healthier is the spark, is the desire, is the excitement that, oh my God, if I change things I put in my body, I can show up in the world so much 
better than I ever thought possible. And so my book and my work aims to be that spark for people that gets them to want to eat the plants. And then I happen to have awesome recipes, but it's really this catalyst for igniting your desire to do it. And so that's what you need more than a freaking blender. (laughs) I love your recipe on page 105 called the high def TV dinner. Can you describe this? Yeah, well, I'll flip to it. 105. No, it's awesome. It's, I mean, all the recipes are divided by real life situations because like I said, my story stems from having to compromise my real life to accommodate my healthy stuff. And I don't want anyone to have to do that. So this is like a TV dinner where, um, you basically, it's like a sheet pan meal. You just eat off like, you know, those old fashioned TV dinners where you see people like sitting on those folding tables and like eating their like airplane food and front of the TV. This is that because everything you're making for dinner involves just one pan. And so you're, you know, can do chickpeas and all any roasted vegetables that you, you can vegetables you have to roast. And then I suggest you pair it with quinoa or cauliflower rice or sweet potato or something like that. So it's kind of like a souped up HD TV dinner. I do love that you use humor to inspire people to eat more plants. I feel like vegetarians and vegans are so serious. Yeah. Why? Yep. <laughs> I, don't I don't get it. It's so <laughs> unnecessary. It's, I mean, all that does is make it less appealing for people, right? I mean, this is not supposed to be a miserable thing. You know, we eat a lot and it would be cool if the process of eating was enjoyable and not stressful and not black or white and not, you know, intimidating. So I don't know why that's the route that so many people choose, but I have not chosen that. I am here to make it fun. So you actually do it. Speaking of fun, can you talk about apple cider vinegar? Yeah. ACV. (laughs) Nice transition. (laughs) Right. I just like smooth right on into that one. (laughs) Is it the miracle food? I mean, what's more fun than apple cider vinegar, right? right? Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, what are you going to say about miracle food? It's wonderful. I'll tell you that much. I've been consuming two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar in my morning cocktail, if you will, which is just water, two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar. And then I do um, some greens powders, uh, powder, and that's like a green juice cocktail. And it's amazing for digestion, for detoxing, for your skin, for energy. It's just, it just, it's really, really lovely for your body. So, and I use it in a lot of recipes and it's great in baking to help things rise. I'm obsessed with your YouTube channel. And I have to say my favorite episode is, drum roll. What is it? The best Mexican restaurant tips where you (laughs) show up in the R. Kelly Fiesta video, which is hilarious. Oh my God. But the best takeaway from this video is to always order soft tortillas in lieu of tortilla chips. Can you talk about that and tell us about your YouTube channel? Oh my God. You're so awesome. Thank you for watching my videos. That is very (laughs) funny. Um, yeah, that's fun. Um, yeah, I think that is like the proiest pro tip of all pro tips. I mean, when you go, when we can eat at restaurants again to Mexican restaurants, they always bring you a basket of these fried tortilla chips. You can ask, Oh, excuse me. Can I just please have some soft tortillas? And then you can just use those as your scooper or your dipper instead of eating a plethora of the fried stuff as you're starting your dinner. You can also ask for vegetables as well. Do they look at you funny if you ask for vegetables? You know what? 
I don't care. Yeah. That's what this is about. This is about owning it. What would Rachel Hollis say, right? (laughs) (laughs) Wash your face. Order the chips. I mean, not the chips, <laughs> the tortillas. You know, like that's what this, that my, I'm here to help people do. A lot of the barrier between not eating healthfully and eating healthfully is that inner confidence. It's that boldness. It's that like, I'm just going to do it and not care what other people think because I'm that committed to my well being. And that's what you need more than a blender, going back to what we said before. It's that, you know, unwavering authenticity to just do the damn thing and not worry about what other people look like when you're doing it. I think we're all learning that now in the quarantine because I have a mini trampoline and I'm on my roof and I'm sure (laughs) hundreds of people can see me bouncing on my roof, but I don't care. That's amazing. You brought it to your roof? That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, YOLO. That's like what we're living in. So, okay, if you're bouncing on a trampoline in your roof in public, then you can order soft corn tortillas. I can. Yeah. And I can order vegetables too. Yeah, I think you can. Yeah, bring it. (laughs) (laughs) Sea salt or pink salt? I love pink salt. And it's not just because I'm girly. It's I just, I've always done pink salt, but you can do sea salt. I just like the Himalayan pink salt. Some of the names of the recipes crack me up, like pad thai and no time. Yeah. And cheese isn'ts. Yeah, they're like cheese its, but is or it? sweet ass sriracha tofu. So how long did it take you to put this book together? I mean, it was a long it was I think a year, a full year before edits. So then there were edits, but it was a year. It was the best. I had such a blast. Now to my segment called My Favorite Cookbook. What is your all-time favorite cookbook and why? Ooh, okay. Clean Food by Terry Walters was the first. Do you know that one? No. Oh, it's she's the OG. She's the OG. She used clean food before clean food was ever a term. And I just so happened to have grown up as her neighbor. So I would, you know, she was making all this stuff with teff flour and, you know, rice flour and all this gluten-free whole food stuff in my backyard. And it she really inspired my journey. So clean food by Terry Walters. Where can we find you on the web, social media, and your podcast? My podcast is the Party in My Plants podcast, and I am Party in My Plants across all social media and internet things. Well, thanks, Talia, for coming on Cookery by the Book podcast. Ah, thank you so much for having me. Subscribe over on cookerybythebook.com. And thanks for listening to the number one cookbook podcast, Cookery by the Book. 